Welcome to the Resurgence Audio Podcast. Resurgence is a community platform for spiritual development, and we're so glad that you're taking the time to tune into this episode. Our hope is that today's episode helps you in your spiritual journey to be inspired, to grow, and ultimately to learn to live as God intended. For more info on the Resurgence platform, please find the link in the description to get on the waiting list for the launch of the platform. Once you're on the waiting list, you'll receive weekly updates by email on how we're progressing with the development of the platform, including its eventual launch date. Thanks once again for tuning in. Welcome back to the Resurgence Podcast. This is episode 15. My name is Ben Richard, and I'm the lead communicator here at Resurgence. The title of today's episode is Mind Renewal Over Time. One of the things that have taken up a lot of my interest in the recent past within the field of neuroscience is the concept of neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity refers to the brain's ability to change and adapt as a result of experience. This concept is a fundamental aspect of neuroscience and it represents a departure from the previously held belief that the brain's structure and function were relatively fixed after a certain age. What I'm about to share with you is a powerful finding in neuroscience, but it only proves what was written in the Bible thousands of years ago. Dr. Alvaro Pasqualion, a professor of neurology at Harvard Medical School, conducted a study in the 90s involving two groups of people learning a five-finger piano sequence. The experiment was designed to explore how mental training alone compared to physical practice can lead to changes in the motor system of the brain. One group of participants practiced the piano exercise physically for two hours each day over five days. The other group engaged in the same schedule but only mentally rehearsing the exercise without any physical movement or equipment. At the end of the study, brain scans using transcranial magnetic stimulation and fMRI showed that both groups had identical results in that they had expanded the motor cortex areas of their brain devoted to finger movements and musical comprehension, despite one of the groups having never physically touched a piano. Essentially, this proves two things. One, that the brain responds just as powerfully to a thought life as it does to a physical experience. And secondly, that we can change the way that we think by the use of rehearsed visualization, also commonly known as meditation. For those who have experienced a difficult past, there's a significant likelihood that we might behave in ways influenced by our unresolved wounds and previous traumas. When you go through something painful or traumatic in your life, the emotions associated with that experience bury the experience deep within your subconscious mind, waiting to be brought up later by the use of a stimulus, also known as a trigger. Once we are triggered, the subconscious mind will throw up all the emotions associated with past trauma and we find ourselves overreacting to situations that may not warrant that kind of reaction. So when it comes to our capacity to trust others, the quality of attachments in our relationships, our beliefs about what we deserve in life, 
or even our perceptions of how God views us, we usually depend on the beliefs and ideas that have become ingrained in our subconscious mind. Now, listen to these two scriptures. In Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, it says, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. This indicates that God desires to and is able to transform you into a new person. And he does this by changing your thought life. Now listen to the second scripture. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Both of these scriptures were written with about a 750 year gap in between them. But both these scriptures essentially say the same thing that you become the person that you truly believe you are. And true belief does not reside in the conscious mind, that part of your mind that carries awareness of the moment. But true belief instead resides in our subconscious mind, the part of our mind that has stored away memories, core values, life experiences, and our sense of identity. That is the part of our minds that God wants to bring healing, restoration, truth, and freedom to. Now we don't have time to get into a detailed process of what that looks like on these podcast episodes, but the best way you can start the process of allowing God to come in and do his work within your subconscious mind is through the practice of biblical meditation and mindfulness. More on this process in the coming episodes, but for now, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I remember the scripture that says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Life experiences, whether good or bad, have made me the kind of person that I am today. I take comfort in the fact that even as you know me fully, you love me wholeheartedly. You see things within me that I don't see in myself. And I invite you, Holy Spirit, to work within my heart, bring up things that need to be dealt with, and give me the grace and truth to deal with it appropriately. I'm willing to trust the process of your transformation in my life, and I'm willing to be patient with the time that it will take as well. God, I give you the days of my life. Lead me as only you are able to do, and make me more sensitive to the guidance of your Spirit every day. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to being back with you tomorrow, same time, same place. God bless.